0: Welcome to the Stillhouse podcast, the show where we celebrate all things dark spirits. Whiskey rum and cognac are sometimes misunderstood as drinks that can only be enjoyed by certain people on certain occasions. But this couldn't be further from the truth. So in this podcast, I'm delighted to meet some of the greatest minds in the world of spirits and cocktails to celebrate the magic of whiskey, rum and cognac. It doesn't matter if you're a complete beginner or a connoisseur. If you're interested in dark spirits, this show is for you. This is The Stillhouse Podcast, made in partnership with Edgington UK and me, Becky Paskin. Last week on the show, I was joined by Andrea Montague of Edgington, UK and spirits educator Hannah Lanford to discuss the all-important first taste. In our conversation, I asked my guests why some people could have bad first experiences with dark spirits. We also look at how dark spirits lovers can share their passion with friends in the best way. It was a great episode, so make sure you go back and check it out, particularly for our top tips if you're getting into dark spirits for the first time. Many of us have a dark spirits lover in our lives and speaking as one of those people there's nothing quite like being gifted a bottle of your favourite whiskey, rum or cognac for a special occasion. But what if you're unsure what style of dark spirits your recipient enjoys? What if you wanted to gift something a little bit different and move beyond the bottle? This episode is all about gift experiences and how you can ignite your loved one's passion for dark spirits in a way that creates memories that last a lifetime. Joining me in the studio to discuss their favourite gift experiences are two people well-versed in how to create lasting memories through drinks. Sam Wilson is store manager for Amethyst Drinks in Soho, which stocks a global range of wines, spirits, bottled craft beers and liqueurs. I'm also joined by Michael Bonsor, managing director of luxury London hotel The Rosewood, which is home to the world-renowned Scarf Spa. This is a conversation packed with tips and ideas for dark spirits gift experiences for all budgets, from intimate tastings through to Highland Castle getaways. We discuss why experiences make the perfect gift if you're looking to move beyond the bottle, how you can give someone the perfect dark spirits experience at home, and why learning the story behind the liquid can make your gift truly unforgettable. But first, let's learn a little bit more about Sam and Michael. Sam Wilson, Michael Bonsor. Can you tell us a little bit about yourselves, Michael? What's your background? What do you do?
1: I'm the Managing Director at Rosewood London, so I've always been in hotels. Rosewood 10 years, Four Seasons 10 years, four or five years at Claridge's. But I actually grew up in a hotel. My parents had hotels in Scotland, kind of in the heart of the whisky area. So I was kind of born into a hotel from the age of three days.
0: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so hoteliering and whisky are totally in your blood. Yes. Lovely to have you here. Thank Thanks you very for much. joining us. And Sam...
2: Hi, my name's Sam. I'm the store manager at Amethyst Drinks on Wardour Street in Soho, in the heart of London. And before that, I was in hospitality, running cocktail bars, and before that, studying engineering, which I never did. But still think of distilling as kind of engineering.
0: Absolutely. So we are here at the Stillhouse Podcast celebrating all things dark spirits, not just whiskey, but rum, cognac as well. Huge passions of mine. And if you're anything like me, your family and friends know that you absolutely love... Dark spirits, and so you get gifted bottles quite often. Is that the case?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Gifted quite a lot. I mean, I did go through this period of where a lot of that gifting was champagne and sort of lighter spirits and a lot of gins as well. But there's been a distinct move into darker spirits from gifting from people that some know me very well, but others who don't. So it's really interesting to see how that has happened.
0: Why do you think that is?
1: I don't know what has moved that, but even in the bar scene, I see it now, the sort of accessibility into whiskies and rums as well. It really has changed significantly, especially cocktail making as well. A lot of it is now based on dark spirits, where it might have just been one cocktail on the menu before and everything was much lighter, much fruitier But that's not the case now. Like our menu is really 50 50 when it comes to sort of light and dark spirits, which is a shift. But can I answer the question why that's happened? I'm not sure but there has been definite consumer and trade shift on that yeah.
0: Mm, yeah there's definitely more interest I think when it comes to dark spirits either sampling them neat or having them in cocktails as well is yeah. that something you're seeing it definitely you know, yeah of I mean um,
2: I feel like the education of them has increased a lot people asking the right questions especially with us I feel like in my four years nearly five at Amethyst the questions that I get now are so much more in depth more interesting I would definitely put aged tequila in that category as well the, mm. the growth we've seen in that has been incredible especially the sort of age category is just Incredible, but yeah, I think the education of it all. I think podcasts and things like this, consumer-focused things, that really shine the light on not just why we're drinking it, but how we're drinking it, what's underneath the label, behind the label. Yeah, mm. you're right. Sure. I
0: think you're right in that there's so much more education nowadays than there used to Accessible be. Accessible education. The veil is really being mm. yep. lifted on what exactly dark spirits are. As I think, probably in the past, we didn't have access to so much information. to really understand well what goes into making a whiskey or an aged tequila. What is Do these different spirits taste like? So there's so much more information out there now. So people are coming armed with a little bit more knowledge, either when they're purchasing something for themselves or when they're buying a present for a loved one. So this episode is all about gifting, but we really want to look a little bit beyond the bottle here. Now, according to research by Edrington UK, three quarters of millennials would rather receive a gift experience over a material possession itself. First of all, is that a surprising statistic for you and why do you think we prefer to have experiences over material possessions?
1: Over the past couple of years and I'll try not to mention what has all happened to us um, (laughs) but we went through a period where we were just consuming and buying a lot of things. You know, the Amazon driver uh, was a very, very good friend of mine (laughs) and I think, yeah, now we just want to have more experiences and for me especially, you know, I'm a massive advocate of in-person experiences because that's what, you know, we offer through the hospitality industry so... I'm glad that we're doing that but you know a lot of our clients a lot of our clients are international 50% of our clients are from the US the agents or the actual consumer individually is asking us well ahead of time now what can we experience on property what can we experience in town people want to come to destination now with a schedule of activities more so than ever before pre that moment in time we won't talk about people were kind of just at the time when they arrive like hey what's going on in town you know maybe we'll do something now it's in advance let's get some experiences in there let's get some education in there you know and we offer that on property with master classes whether it's on whiskey or you know pie making but yes no it's so important now for me and the consumer, you know, in property
2: and in destination, yeah.
0: Mm. Sam, what are your thoughts? Do you think we're wanting more experiences over material possessions? Why do you think that is?
2: Well, we sell a lot of material possessions as a retail outlet, but as a company, we focus heavily on education and tastings and have got a fabulous new South Kendington shop opened a couple of years ago. It has a beautiful tasting room downstairs and it's just something that we can offer that just adds that, that extra value aspect of it added value and i think that's super important to the customers especially the younger customer the millennial customer we have they want just more than just a bottle they want to know what more about it they want education and brand ambassador tastings tasting evenings those kind of things just really give a depth to a product it's not just about the bottle itself i mean we've just got an engraving machine so we can really personalize gifts but still people want more we see that across the board really
0: I think we've become more curious about the food and the drink that's in front of us and particularly when it comes to purchasing a gift for somebody else. It's almost not enough just to hand over a bottle and go, "Here you go, happy birthday." It's so, there's a story behind this and actually, you know, it's made by these people in this remote part of Scotland and the person who sold it to me said XYZ about it. And I think having that extra level of storytelling behind a bottle can be, really make it a wonderful gift. But even beyond that, moving one step forward, as you were saying, Sam, some of your customers are asking for a little bit more than just the bottle, the 100%. story, the engraving. They want the real experience. And arguably, in my opinion, dark spirits are probably more experiential than other spirits. like yeah. wider spirits. Would you agree with that?
2: I mean... Aging is the test of time, right? So there's a depth to dark spirits that I think light spirits don't really necessarily have as much. There's a story behind it. And, you know, drinking something that's 25 years old. I mean, what's happened in the last 25 years that you can talk about and the stories that the people have when you bring people together to drink responsibly, obviously. But whiskey, rum, dark spirits, I think the storytelling behind it is just super important. That really brings that product to life in a way that other products just don't have, I don't think. I agree.
1: With these older spirits for sure there's so many stories and wealth of kind of knowledge behind that and you know our team right now are working with Makers Mark in choosing staves to formulate a specific blend for us at the property but it's so interesting I mean, they've had meetings upon meetings upon meetings upon meetings choosing and talking about flavour profiles and the craftsmanship of all of that is so interesting so that story once it's put on paper will be really fascinating to really understand how the team got to what the finished product is so the depth of all of that really lies more so with darker spirits typically when you sort of read into the product so it's fascinating yeah
0: it really is and I feel like there's so much that bars, hotels, shops, uh, all these different venues can do to really bring that story of an aged spirit to life uh, in so many different ways from selecting a particular type of cask that you've had a hand in, yeah. actually creating the flavour style of the whiskey that's going to come out of that eventually, yep. and then bottle that. And that's an exclusive that you can only get at the Rosewood to bring a loved one along to that bar who may be a bourbon fan, maybe they're a Maker's Mark fan, to right. bring them along to Scarf's Bar at the Rosewoods, sit them down, have a glass of that whiskey, talk to the bartender about how it was selected. That in itself is so much more meaningful than another bottle of Maker's Mark. Not that there's anything wrong with that, <laughs> but it elevates it.
1: Totally. And I think now, especially for me, for the past 10 years, we've been gifting to same clients over and over and over. Every time, you know, we're thanking them for their business and either uh, looking at anniversaries or birthdays and so forth. We work, I'm constantly pushing the team. How can, what are we gifting? What are we doing? Yeah, I think for us that have been around for a while in, in the industry, you're thinking of what is the next new gift and how can you connect it back to the consumer and connect it back to, you know, the business and the darker spurs. That's such a wealth of opportunities there for us.
0: It's all about creating those memorable... Experiences because I think even just having a bottle of whiskey and sharing it with friends is a memorable experience in itself. But if we're trying to move beyond the bottle, As a gift, engraved or otherwise expensive or budget, moving beyond that bottle. What are the kind of gift experiences that you've seen out in the world that might interest some of our listeners?
2: Well, actually, I've just passed my WSCT Education training course for spirits, so now teach level one and two spirits, which is super exciting. And we're seeing, um, from a kind of education point of view, people gifting level one programs that don't really cost that much, and you know they can do it together. We've seen like father and son, uh, mother and daughter come along to the courses and learn about spirits together. And they, this is a kind of a great learning experience. You get to try different drams. Maybe you water them down 50%, maybe you don't, I don't know. But yes, I think that is a something I've seen recently I thought was brilliant.
0: Yeah, lovely idea. How about you, Michael? What kind of experiences have you seen out there?
2: Well, actually, our um, our team at
1: Rosamaticoba in Mexico just did a really incredible trip with clients actually looking at mezcals which i was very jealous of because you know back to your point earlier about aged kills and so forth i mean that really wasn't something we were drinking in this country at all really you know and now i'm drinking some sort of margaritas quite often you know for pre-dinner and which just wasn't the case or mezcal straight and so forth and it's really interesting how that's also evolved into the industry and the consumer here in the uk just recently but yeah i was very jealous of what they did because they really went into sort of the depths of mexico it wasn't an ultra expensive trip it was quite accessible actually but really looking at artisans in destination who were maybe even just making a couple hundred bottles a couple thousand bottles like not mass production at all but really boutique Uh, mezcals which I thought was really incredible and they were staying at very sort of average sort of haciendas but it was really immersive in the culture. The mezcal is bringing together so many other uh, elements of that experience and the knowledge that the clients got over that four or five day period was incredible. Not just about mezcal but about about Mexico living Mexican culture and the history of the country which is fascinating.
0: Mm, And that's something they're always going to remember. Yeah
1: totally. You're going to speak about that for generations for years and years to come.
0: From what I'm hearing from both of you the best kind of gift experiences that you could get for a dark spirits lover are really rooted in education and expanding their knowledge of the category so it's not just here have a taste of this isn't that wonderful <laughs> buying them a dram at a bar which I think is fine but going a step beyond that and, and really giving them something that they're going to remember whether that's a masterclass or a tasting or taking them out to Mexico or off to a distillery or uh, a weekend trip away to Edinburgh and exploring some of the distilleries and Scotch whiskey experiences that you can do up there but it's all all comes back to education and learning As humans, we thrive on stories and often understanding the heritage or provenance of a drink can really elevate our appreciation of it. Dark spirits in particular are enveloped in romantic and immersive stories of their origins, location and craftsmanship. Having an understanding of their heritage completely changes our perspective of the liquid in the glass and we stand to gain a whole new level of appreciation. So I really do believe the most compelling aspect to the perfect gift experience is education. This is just a quick reminder, you're listening to The Stillhouse Podcast, made in partnership with Edrington UK and me, Becky Paskin. Coming up on the podcast, we discuss how new technology can give us the chance to experience the best bars and distilleries in the world without moving off the couch. We also reveal some of the most extravagant money-is-no-object experiences you can get. Oh, we can but dream. But first, let's learn more about the exciting dark spirit experiences we can enjoy virtually at home. What if we're wanting to purchase a gift for somebody who perhaps lives in the middle of nowhere and can't get out and about to a trendy whiskey bar. Maybe they don't have one in their in their vicinity or they don't live anywhere near some of these wonderful distilleries that we have access to. What kind of experiences could they partake in that they could experience from the comfort of their own home?
2: COVID was a terrible time, but what COVID's shown us the wealth of stuff online and those kind of gifting experiences you can be sent samples or you can buy a bottle and you can learn and drink online with some like-minded people i think that has been brilliant and i can see it in the, the metaverse in the future for sure it was a couple of years ago i uh, put on the VR headset at a rum fest and I think it was a buelo and I fell backwards into the table behind me but the immersive experience was incredible (laughs) like a distillery tour felt like you're walking through the distillery itself or the incredible age I mean you can't smell it but you felt like you were there and I think moving forward that's going to be an incredible path for those kind of gifting experiences really cool immersive stuff
0: like virtual transportation yeah take them on the distillery tour from the comfort of their own home. maybe move the furniture out of the way before they get involved yeah. in. i can
2: see like nft mccallan posters and nft mccallan 25 year old on the table that you've had one of 500 of i can see it happening it's not too far away yeah, I mean, we do bottle cocktails
1: online. A lot of consumers order that. I mean, the sales are still very impressive, actually, each month. We just did the love potion for Valentine's, which uh, you could actually inscribe your loved one's name on the bottle. Oh, So that's you could personalize sweet. it. We, lo- we still love a monogram. We still love a name on, you know, personalization <laughs> on there. Yeah, so they were very popular for Valentine's, actually. Yeah, we have a lovely smoked maple Manhattan, I think, on the current shop which sits at Rosewood London on our landing page. Actually, there's a full shop there now of product and experiences.
0: And it's a really great way to be able to experience some of the best bars in the world and cocktails that are made with some of the most delicious dark spirit from the comfort of your own home. There's no having to schlep into London or Edinburgh or if you live anywhere else in the world, get out to a world-class bar. You can have these delivered to your own home and sit on your couch. Pop a candle on. I mean, that in itself is an experience.
2: Yeah. How fun is that? Yeah. Um, actually, over lockdown, I mean, not quite bottled cocktails, but I used to send my friends care packages oh. and I used to bottle all the spirits, write them a cocktail list. We're going to make this today. And even if they didn't have shakers, I'd send them everything. And then we got over Zoom and we made all cocktails together. And they were always so appreciative of that. That was a great, like, cool experience that we all shared together. And I thought over lockdown, that was one of my favourite moments. So
0: and I think some of these gift experiences as well, they're not necessarily just you at home as a solo venture, having a bottled cocktail, or maybe it's a, a whiskey tasting pack. You can also still get involved with a community virtually. So I i run a subscription club, it's called Our Whiskey, and we send out tasting packs to people every month and it is giftable. And you can buy a month or you can buy a year, it's totally up to your budget. But then every month we get online as a community and discuss the whiskeys that are in the tasting pack with the whiskey makers so there's a real nice sense of bringing everybody together you meet like-minded people who are also wanting to explore whiskey and you also get to learn a thing Mm. or two as well which is what we were talking about with education being a really strong part of that do you think that subscription clubs play a part in providing a really nice gifting experience for people and what are some of the ones that you've seen
2: yeah definitely it's the taking sort of the choice out of the um, consumer in a way that's fun and engaging i think is awesome i mean the education obviously improves every time and you get something different every time and i think you just try stuff that you'd never ever think to purchase yourself and i've been a subscriber of a few different ones and the tastings that they bring i think just so engaging and so it's a
0: fun way to explore it isn't it when you have somebody else record you don't get the choice it's sent to you and you're like oh well i've not tried that before and it's maybe something you never would have even thought of exactly having it's here now i might as well try it let's give it a go and you never know, you might be completely delighted. I
1: love a subscription. Yeah, it's nice to get a gift as well. Even if you've gifted yourself, maybe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's also nice just to receive something every month.
0: Let's talk about the other end of gifting, because these wonderful tastings that you can get at Amethyst and at Rosewood, they're pretty accessible. They're budget friendly and something that you can just buy for one person to go along to or yourself as well. But even so, it's something that everybody can get involved in. The same with uh, bottled cocktails and joining subscription clubs. They're not too exclusive. You know, there's something for every budget in there. But let's move into the top, top, top end. Let's say you want to buy something that's super, super special and it has to be an experience that you really want your loved one to get something out of. What's the best ultimate kind of dark spirits gift experience that people should be considering?
2: When money's no object, um, there's some plenty of incredible stuff out there. I mean, we're so lucky to be in London at a hotbed of really incredible tasting nights. I mean, when things like the Yamazaki 55 came out, I think they did a tasting night that was about two grand per person, full dinner experience, get to meet the whiskey maker, try the dram itself. Macallan do some really cool stuff. I'm actually going up there at the end of the month, spending a whole day there. They're immersive. You get to do basically everything, get to eat there, Meet everyone. Yeah, it's a trip. McAllen,
1: I loved when they came out with the London edition, and then I saw the New York edition after that. I was lucky enough to be gifted a McAllen London edition, which I potentially should have kept in the box unopened. And I think the the, the New York edition was amazing. I don't know what else they've come out with edition wise, but I think that was very very clever, and I love the stories behind it. Yeah, I'm just not very good at keeping those (laughs) one time purchases.
0: But you shared it with friends.
1: I did share it with friends. Yes. So it was a gifting experience. It was a gifting experience. Yes, that's true. Yes.
0: And you had a great time. I did have
1: a very good time. And they did too. And I think they've become better friends for it. So. That's a the end
0: goal. If your gift doesn't make the person, your recipient, <laughs> a better friend, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, or bring you closer together, then it's not done the job well. And luckily with things like whiskey and rum, we know that these categories do tend to bring people closer together. One of the experiences I just thought of, which might be quite interesting for people who have a whiskey lover in their life, a Scotch lover in their life, maybe even is taking them along to a whiskey festival. Why not go one step further beyond a whiskey show which is full of you know hundreds of different brands you can go around and try lots of different whiskies but for me probably one of the best experiences you can have is if they're an isla whiskey fan in particular is get them over to isla for facial for this wonderful festival of uh, whiskey and music and it's this one time every year uh, usually in may where the island is just full of whiskey fans Whiskey festivals, one-off events. Keep your eye on things like whiskey magazines and whiskey websites and, and rum websites.
2: Cognac Live and all these exactly. kind of things. Mm. there's
0: Cognac Live, there's a cognac show. There's so many different events. There's Rum Fest that you can bring your loved one along to. Uh, so many different types of events. So everything from small intimate tastings in the basement of Amethyst all the way through to a massive whiskey show or a rum show to uh, enjoying a bottle cocktail at home or having a lovely a cocktail masterclass at the Rosewood all the way through to taking a helicopter up to McAllen and spending yeah. <laughs> spending the day there drinking vintage scotch there are so many things you can do to buy a really meaningful gift experience for the dark spirits lover in your life and treat yourself at the same time we have a bit of a closing tradition on this podcast and I would like to ask you both what is the best gift experience you've ever been given or that you've gotten for somebody else. Dark spirits related, of course. This is the still house.
1: <laughs> We've had a few, with, uh, especially with big celebrations, big birthday celebrations, big anniversary celebrations. We had a 30th few years ago at a distillery up in Scotland. Over a long weekend, there was a big castle involved and a number of dark spirit measures were involved over a couple of days. Lots of haggis, uh, <laughs> a few bagpipes thrown in, you know, being a Scot myself, I had to kind of help put it together a little bit. But that was really an incredible experience. And as some of those people that were on that trip weren't whiskey lovers or really weren't, you know, drinking whiskey a lot. And I think came out of that trip really changed. People came from that trip like, oh, wow, like it's really changed my whole perception on whiskey and drinking whiskey, which is great.
0: Bonus. Real exactly. bonus. Yeah. I mean, we, we can change more people's minds into the deliciousness that is whiskey.
2: Well, that's it. So many different Brilliant. flavor profiles there. Yeah. How about you, Sam? It's going to be, have to be a trip did with the family back, I think, three or four years ago. We were in St. Lucia. My mum didn't want to come, but I was going to buy my sister and my dad boat tickets and distillery experience in Martinique at one of the greatest agricultural distilleries. And it's in like just a base of volcano in the middle of nowhere. And we got a distillery tour, met the maker. And uh, afterwards, we went and sat in Mount Pele, which is the base of the mountain. We we sat in the sea and it was just an incredible day. And my dad won't shut up about it. So that's I think there's <laughs> got to be that. <laughs> I also remember we hired a car and the car just couldn't hack the hills. Oh, and no. we were trying to get to another distillery by the end of the day. And we just couldn't make it. The car just broke down every five minutes. Um, so I think just as an experience was just brilliant. I think it's got to be that. And for yourself?
0: Well, as I specialise in dark spirits, I don't really get gifted a lot of it by friends and family. (laughs) But I do remember, gosh, probably about 10 years or so ago now, I took a friend to uh, Edinburgh for their 30th birthday. And there weren't any distilleries in Edinburgh at this point, there are now, but there weren't at the time. And the only real whiskey uh, experience you could have up there was, aside from going into the numerous amazing bars was the scotch whiskey experience mm. and some people would say it's kind of a cliche but i absolutely loved it and my friend did too and they weren't i mean they liked whiskey they like whiskey but they weren't oh, Mad on it, but we went in and they did the barrel ride, and you got like the ghost guy that comes up on a screen, and yeah. then you go through and do the tasting from around Scotland, and it was wonderful. And I told them in advance that it was my friend's birthday, and we went through to the bar at the end, and they handed us both a thirty-year-old scotch for his thirtieth.
2: Mm. We love that. That's brilliant.
0: Which was really lovely. I thought it was kind of a nice cherry on the cake, and the staff couldn't have gone more out of their way to to make it really special for my friend. So I think that's also something worth bearing in mind if you are gifting an experience for someone letting them know that it's a birthday treat or an anniversary or something definitely i think yes. you know it, particularly if it's hospitality they'll go out of their way. yeah, yeah. our
2: hospitality is the, the best for that i'm sure um the rosewoods uh, the service is impeccable and just that extra mile that people go really make some experiences just that extra bit special and when you can find that you don't get that every time but when you find that it's really you know memorable i think that's what it's all about right those beautiful memories. Yeah. It is.
0: Sam, Michael, it's been really wonderful you. having you on the Still Half podcast. Thank you both very much. Thank you very, Thank much, you very much.
1: It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been brilliant.
0: That's the end of today's show. I hope that if there's one thing you'll take away, it's that while a bottle of dark spirits is a wonderful present to receive, if you want to go one step further or gift something unexpected, experiences can be just the ticket. While there are so many bars, specialist retailers and distilleries offering tours, tastings and immersive experiences, all of which, by the way, are giftable, The power of virtual reality and social media means we can access these experiences from anywhere in the world. To get the most from dark spirits is to get immersed in the history and craftsmanship of the liquid. And that's what makes gift experiences so special you're giving the gift of knowledge and making beautiful memories that will last a lifetime. Thank you so much to Sam Wilson and Michael Bonsall for joining me on the podcast today. You can book a tasting with Sam at Amethyst's Soho Outlet or learn more at amethystdrinks.com. Make sure you also swing by the Scarfs Bar at Rosewood Hotel in London for a delicious cocktail or book a room at rosewoodhotels.com. And thank you for joining us in the still house today. Join us next week on the Stillhouse podcast when I meet Nick Larson-Bell of Harvey Nichols to discuss finding the perfect gift handpicked by you. I'll be asking Nick why dark spirits make an extra special gift and what tips he has for how you can find the right whiskey or dark spirit for a loved one. He'll also reveal how you can personalize your gift to make it even more meaningful. It's an amazing episode, so make sure you don't miss it. Just a few quick notes before we go. Make sure to follow the show so you get automatically notified about new episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow the show on Instagram at The Stillhouse Podcast. If you would like to learn more about me, you can follow me on Instagram at Becky Paskin or at Our Whiskey. Data and knowledge shared in this podcast is built on insight from Edrington UK's 2025 Category Vision, a framework based on exclusive consumer research brought to you by the UK's leading dark spirits experts. This podcast is produced by Edrington UK in partnership with One Fine Play. The Edrington UK team has been led by Fiona Older with a project team of Catherine Barassa, DK Chung and Becca Flynn. From One Fine Play, James Bishop is the executive producer. Kajra Ferozia is the editor and producer. Honor Foley is the producer and researcher. Selena Christophides is the graphic designer. I've been your host, Becky Paskin, and this has been the Stillhouse Podcast. For more information on responsible drinking, please visit drinkaware.co.uk. <laughs>